Hello everyone and welcome to the first ever podcast by Open Up With Me. For those of you who don't know, this podcast is to coincide with my blog which you can find at openupwithme.wordpress.com. A little bit about me, I started blogging back in 2017 and I say started blogging, I posted two things. One was an update post and one was a post about Addison's disease. And then I fell pregnant, so I focused on my pregnancy and I gave birth to a little girl. And then in 2018, I actually started consistently blogging. I found that by blogging, I was able to get loads of things off my chest and to stop me from bottling things up, I called it open up with me because I have a major issue of not opening up to people when I should. And when I started blogging, well, when I continued to blog and I got loads of support and people found comfort in my posts, it just pushed me to want to do it even more. Um, so this podcast is really going to be me reading my blog pieces because I've had a few people say that um, it's easier to listen to a blog post than it is to read it. So I thought, okay then, we'll do a podcast to coincide with it. I won't be covering every single post as some of them are just like update posts and a lot has changed since I wrote them. So the updates aren't really that important. But I will be covering quite a fair few of them. At the moment, I'm actually going through a little bit of a writer's block. So it's kind of giving me motivation to try and get back into blogging. Um, the first post I'm going to be talking about, I wrote in September of 2018. And it's a blog about mental health, which I think a lot more people need to start talking and being open about because it affects so many different people in so many different ways and it's still a taboo subject and I don't get why. If people spoke about it more then a lot less people would feel like they had nobody because they're open to hearing things like that. So here it is. I have put included a link to this blog piece in the description box. If you want to go and check it out, you're more than welcome to. There are a couple of quotes on there that I haven't listed where I got them from, so I won't be mentioning them in the podcast. However, I will talk about everything else that I've included in the blog, class, it, blog post. So it says, On Friday, I had to refer, refer myself back to the mental health team. It took a lot, but my goodness, do I feel better for it. During my pregnancy, I was receiving CBT with a therapist every fortnight, and she believed I had BPD. And for those of you who don't know, it's borderline personality disorder. She had put me through for a diagnosis, but was concerned about the level of emotional stress it put on me and the baby. So we agreed to wait until after I'd given birth. Fast forward to the present and here I am. Not only have I started the process to get my diagnosis, but also to get change and acceptance back in my life. I mean, up till we discussed BPD, I had no idea about any of it. Having done my own research, I have found it's more likely that I have it than I realised. Of the nine most common symptoms, I have most. Borderline personality disorder for me is probably harder to cope with than my Addison's. At least with that disease, I know that I can get through the day physically by taking my tablets, but it does put my mental health at risk. With BPD, my emotional range is far smaller but more extreme. I can be happy and smiling one minute and have a breakdown the next because my brain goes from one extreme to the other. Whether it's extreme pain and sorrow or extreme happiness, there is no middle ground. 
I can relate to Tinkerbell so much as she only has room for one emotion that consumes her and that's what it feels like for me sometimes. After an outburst, usually I revert backwards. I would become very withdrawn and that's because I'm overanalyzing everything. I'm feeling extreme guilt of losing my call then extreme regret because although I may have handled it a certain way, I wish my mind would have thought logically and kept me calm. There are days where the negative thoughts and emotions get so bad that they drive me to think of suicide. They would have me believe that I'm worthless and negative, that I'm a toxic person, that I cause everyone pain and I don't deserve to be around. As much time as I spend exploding and losing control of my emotions, I probably spend the same amount analysing everything before, during and after that outburst. Because of the extremes of my emotions, my thoughts become uncontrollable and unmanageable. They become the worst versions of me, telling me every negative thing I've done, reminding me of the people I've hurt and encouraging me to believe the worst. Because of it, I've been known to seek attention from people to get the justification that I'm not a horrible person in an attempt to subdue the faults. Then you have the impulsiveness, the impulsive need to self-destruct. Because I overanalyze, because I overthink and because I'm over-emotional, I seem to have a habit of repeating self-destructive problems because I don't believe the happiness. I find so many problems in everyday life that it's hard to see the positives. For example, if I'm having an episode and my thoughts and emotions get too much, I will scratch myself. I will cause myself pain because that's what I've inflicted on others. I've cut myself because of the pain I've caused others and I blame myself because I can't control myself when everyone around me can. A problem I've had all my life is one of keeping healthy relationships. Now this isn't just sexual, it's all relationships. Those with partners, with family and even with friends. If I'm honest, I'd say it's relationships with people that are one of my biggest triggers. Not only because I will self-destruct and cause pain with my outbursts, but because I'm a lot to handle and it shouldn't be taken like an easy task. One of my biggest fears is abandonment. It's the one that happens most. Whether I've pushed them away intentionally to stop myself getting hurt or if I've done it as a result of being over the top. When I feel like I'm losing someone, I react in one of two ways, although on occasions it has been both. Firstly, I become very frantic. I start to get scared and will cling on to that person. I become very anxious and start looking and asking for reassurance that everything's okay, even if there was no problem there to begin with. This has a habit of making people irritated because I don't give them a break. I feel like if they don't answer me, they want to leave and it sends my brain into overdrive. Secondly, you have the pushing that person away reaction. I become very angry and start lashing out. I say things I don't mean without thinking because I'm hurt and because I can't cope with the level that it gets to. I wouldn't say I'm a horrible person, but I would say that I can't cope emotionally. I've lost people due to arguments over the silliest things. I've been called toxic because I overreacted. I've pushed, I've been pushed to the point of breaking down because I took something the wrong way which hurt my feelings. Now most of the time I can see afterwards I was in the wrong, but by this time the damage is done. The pain is caused and I can't change it. I've also stuck by people that repeatedly did wrong by me because I don't want to lose anyone else. Most of my best friends now have hated me at one point. My brain will always make me see the very best or the very worst, the black or the white. It doesn't recognise the grey areas in between. It leaves me feeling low and empty. My emotions leave me feeling weak and lonely. They never turn off. It's just there are some days where I'm so much better at hiding it. Some days it's just easier to pretend I'm okay. There are days when my emotions are so heavy that I feel like I'm either going to buckle under the pressure or explode from it. My journey with BPD isn't only just starting because I'm getting the diagnosis. It's always been there. It's just now it's getting recognised. 
Now I'm being able to stand up and know that I may not be okay at the moment, but one day I will be. That although it's going to take time and effort, although so many people aren't going to understand, one day in my future, my emotions won't be the one in control. My therapist told me a way to attempt to deal with my emotions. Imagine that life is a bus and we all have our journeys. On everyone's buses themselves, it's all the different versions, the happy ones of us, the sad ones and all the ones in between. It's okay to let them have control of the wheel as long as we keep our eyes on the road and not the driver because it's losing that focus and that control that would let the emotion change the drive and it's the change in drive that will lead you off a cliff. Only problem is sometimes even the road isn't there and the control has disappeared with it. As I said earlier, I have got some quotes on here about BPD but I haven't referenced where they've come from so I'm not going to mention them. And it goes on to say, no one can expect you to take care of yourself when your mental health is suffering. And nobody should make you feel like you're worthless because your mental health is deteriorating. You deserve to be happy and you will be. There are people around you that care and want to help. You just have to be accepting to it. Because not everyone is open with their bowels. My aim is to recognise my triggers and limit their abilities. I hope that one day I'll be able to think logically when it comes to coping. I may be smiling on the outside, but inside, my world is failing at the moment, and I can't stop it. I'm not sure how often I'll be able to do my podcast podcasts right now, but I will try and get them, like, as many done as soon as possible. Um, it's kind of hard when you've got a three-year-old running around making a lot of noise, so I have to wait till she's either at nursery or in bed. Um, however, if you would like to know when I've got a new podcast coming out head over to my Twitter page, Open Up With Me, and you should find all the information there. Or you can find me on Facebook, Open Up With Me Personal Blog. Thank you. As I said, that post was written back in September 2018. So a lot of things have happened since then. I mean, I was under therapy after getting my diagnosis, and then... I had some problems with the therapist she seemed to mumble a lot and I'm actually partially deaf so I, every time she was mumbling I couldn't hear her and I couldn't understand her and that just really irritated me and then I got to the point where I couldn't cope anymore I did I'd rather cope by myself than try and deal with someone who I can't listen to so I stopped going and then my mental health got really bad and I started cutting myself again which up till this point I haven't cut myself in a good few months which I'm extremely proud of and I started I think I went back to try and get help like for my mental health just before Covid hit so although I was put on the waiting list obviously there's not many therapists that are seeing people at the moment so I haven't actually been able to start my therapy which is a pain but I have got numbers to ring and to sit and talk to people if I get too much, but I'm coping a lot better than I have been, which is a good thing. So I thought when I wrote this, when I wrote this post, I wanted to talk and be honest about my mental health. I don't want to hide away from it. I mean, there's so much stigma behind borderline personality disorders and that we're all horrible people and that we don't understand things and the truth is we understand a lot our feelings and our emotions are so they're like life and death to us it's not like oh we can just get over and it'll be fine it takes a lot and 
sometimes our outbursts can last a couple of minutes sometimes they can last days and weeks and you from my point of view like I can be angry about something so much that every time I think about it I just want to cry with anger and like I've had arguments that have lasted ages I'm not one to hold grudge but the arguments have lasted ages because I still believe that I was justified even though they can understand where I'm coming from so it is hard and there are days where I wish I didn't have it there are days where I wish that I could just put stop to the extremes that comes with BPD but on the other hand when I have my good days and I mean like the really good days the moments that just fill my heart and my whole world and I just can't stop smiling they mean more to me than anything because they're not just oh okay I'm a bit happy today no they're I'm over the moon and I'm overwhelmed with happiness like it just pours out from me like the sun does when it shines so yeah it's it has its ups and it has its downs but it's getting better so that was my post on mental health Thank you for taking the time to listen and just come in and viewing, well, I say viewing, listening to my podcast. It's my very first one, so hopefully as time goes on and I continue to do this, they will improve because I'm pretty sure at the moment it's a bit bland, but we'll get there. So I hope no matter where you are when you're listening to this, that you're happy and you're healthy and you're taking care of yourself and your loved ones and if there's anyone that you know that is suffering from mental health just reach out to them and talk to them and see how they are because I guarantee you they're too isolated to reach out to you first have a great day and I'll speak to you soon bye Mm -hmm.